report the news, nobody has the balls to report. Why am I the only one breaking stories like this? What's up, Turtle Riders? How's everybody doing today? Good, good, excellent. Welcome to the Turtle Boy Live Show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Uncle Turtle Boy. I've gone ahead and I've shared the link to the stream on the various social media platforms that we currently operate. Please feel free to go ahead and like all of those pages if you haven't done so already. Uh, there is the Clarence Woods Emerson page. It is my personal page. It's got, I think I just passed today, um, 27,000 followers on there. You can also get at me on the Turtle Boy Sports page, which I think is like 26,000, I want to say. And then the Uncle Turtle Boy page, which I want to say is around 23. I mean, you add those all up, you get, I mean, we're looking at like 75,000. So we're, we're, we're getting close to 100, guys. Do the math. So go ahead and like all those pages, comment on them, share them, do your thing. That's how people start seeing it. Interact with the page as much as possible. Also, Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Turtle Boy. That's D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy because if Jill Biden is a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. I'm also on Twitter at Turtle Boy Phone uh, or on Instagram at Turtle Boy underscore daily underscore news. You can follow us on there. Keep up with all the uh, shenanigans and the updates and whatnot. And the general good times, the interactions that come along with following Turtle Boy on social media. It's been very active on there lately if you haven't seen so already. So... More importantly, make sure you guys have subscribed to this channel. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Smash it, if you will, as the kids say. And hit that notification bell. Last I checked, we were at 19,928. So we're 72 away from 20,000 subscribers, guys. We got to do something for that. I feel like we feel like we need to have some type of celebration for 20,000 subscribers. We're still here. Um and most importantly, hit the like button as well. If you're watching this, how many likes we got so far in this video? We got um, 64. And the next day, if you don't mind, leave a comment too. You know, let people know what you think of the video. It helps with the algos, as the kids say these days. We've been doing real well in the videos lately. So let's keep that keep that uh, momentum going, folks. Okay, uh, last announcement here. We are banned from using the Super Chat function because they took away our monetization on YouTube because we had the wrong opinions on the Climax, which has gone away, apparently. Nobody talks about COVID anymore. But uh, we can't monetize our channel because we had the wrong opinions on that. So we just built our own thing called Turtle Chat. So if you like the content and you feel like, you know, in the past people would donate money because they you know they like to see their name come up on the banner or whatever well we got you covered if you like the content and you want to donate that way there is a link at the top something called turtle chat it lets you donate whatever amount of money you want to that and when you donate you get to write a nice little message so for instance uh this would be the last message that we got because i'll bring it up on the big screen when you do last one i got here was from suzep 
says, never forget you got a turtle army behind you. And let me tell you guys, I have not forgotten that, guys. And I need, I like hearing that stuff more than ever, uh, quite frankly, uh, because there's a lot of bad people out there who like to do bad things, and we're not going to let them do that, are we? We're not going to let the bad guys win. So I really appreciate the moral support. Okay. Um, on that note, we got producer Deb here. How you doing, Deb? Doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. So uh, we have a couple, we're going to talk about court today. So uh, I have a lot of court coming up in the next month, and people are like, well, it's, I think somebody on Twitter retweeted me, and it's like, oh, this guy Dave Brown, he's some idiot lawyer. He goes, uh, most people win by not going to court all the time. Yeah, well, you know what, asshole? I don't ask to go to court. Uh, not, you know, I'm not the one that is filing these freaking lawsuits. I can't stop in this state pro se assholes like Ryan Waters and like Big Black Jeffrey from filing these ridiculous motions and lawsuits in court. I can only beat them when they do. That's all I can do. So uh, if you're keeping track at home, people are like, how's your record in court? Well, when I'm on defense, I'm undefeated. People will say, well, what about, you know, you lost that you didn't get this restraining order. Well, that's when I'm on offense. I'm talking about when people come at me. Yeah, I've tried to get orders are hard to get in this state. I've gotten a bunch of orders on people in the past. Um, uh, Charlotte McFarland is one. There's been a number of people I've gotten success. Ashley St. Angelo. But actually getting orders is difficult, obviously, especially if you're deemed by a judge not to be a threat because, you know, you can't drive, for instance. You're not going to get an order on somebody like that. So, um, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. But when people come at me, that's what I count the record, okay? When people come at me. And thus far, I'm undefeated in court. I have not paid out a single penny to anyone on any lawsuits, and I never will. Because when you have the truth behind you, the truth shall set you free. Okay? Uh, no, Ashley St. Angel is not in jail, but Ashley is uh, has upcoming court dates coming up for violating that restraining order last year. Okie dokie. So uh, without further ado, we're going to talk about a couple things today. First, I'm going to talk about my day with uh, Ryan Waters, and then we're going to get into my lawsuit with Tony Branch, Bishop Tony Branch, Brother Branch, because this guy is the one that they're counting on to take me down. They would, they would love to see Brother Branch take me down. So again, I have a lot of court coming up. And people think, oh, Turtle Boy's on the ropes. Nope, this is just business as usual. Um, upcoming court dates. I have a deposition on April 8th. April's a big court month for me. I got a deposition with uh, Jamie Genero, the dog tracker guy, on April 8th, which is, I love depositions. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be awesome. I have on April 13th, Big Black Jeffrey has filed yet another criminal complaint against me in Springfield District Court for wiretapping, which is impossible to do in a courtroom uh, because all parties are made aware that they're being recorded. And in this state, you cannot wiretap somebody unless one of the two parties does not know they're being recorded. So that's going to be rather difficult to prove. So there's that. Uh, and if it's just a ma it's a probable cause thing. So if a magistrate determines that there's probable cause, he will send it to a judge and the judge will decide if it will go to trial or not. Uh, but that seems unlikely because the police likely would have charged uh, if they thought there was probable cause for a criminal complaint. So there's that. 
I also have coming up. Um, what else do I have in April? Uh, the Chrissy date in court. We got that coming up. She's going to plead guilty to two felony charges. So she's going to be a convicted felon. That's nice. Great mom right there. And then on April 28th, I got something else. I got a lot of freaking court, but I'm going to win them all. It's going to be awesome. So, cause I love winning at court. That's just what I do. Uh, tomorrow I'm actually giving a speech in an undisclosed location, uh, for a local Republican town committee. So I'm going to be giving a speech tomorrow night. I'm going to have a special broadcast. I think we're going to start at like 7:15. So check that out. Uh, we'll be having right here on the YouTube channel. We'll be streaming it. It's going to be dope. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? Oh yeah. So let's talk about what happened in court today. So basically our motion uh, was to let me see if I can get this. I, I got this here somewhere. Give me a minute to bring this up. I probably have, you it, have it. Just send it to me. Oh, okay. Let me just get because I have so many freaking things on Ryan Waters. <laughs> Did we go over his last shit? Last shit he, he like the Rico yeah. stuff. Like it's fucking yes, crazy. Yes, because we talked hilariously about the Rico stuff. Okay, I am. Let's see. <laughs> oh my god! Can I just? I'm going to forward this one to you. Let's see. Uh, Deb. Attach, the first attachment on this one. Didn't I just... I forget your email. I just had it. I just had your email. Oh, wait. Hold on. Last, okay. last name. Oh, I found it. I found it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just forwarded you the email. Not the second attachment. Just the first one. All right. Get it. This is a stupid... That's one stupid lawsuit he's got. Oh, that's not actually the one I was in court today for, but it's still funny. We can still use it. You suck. <laughs> I know. It's not like crazy. Right All right. Hold on. Hold on. There's there's so many here. There's so many. The request for hearing. Um, I want to find Ryan's response to this. So basically, here's the deal. I want to have a um, – I want to get rid of my lawyer. And it's not that I don't like my lawyer. Kevin's actually doing a great job with the Ryan Waters thing. Uh, the problem is that when I have an LLC, right? Yeah. I am required by law to retain counsel. Now I've beaten right. Ryan Waters in jail so many times. He's so stupid. Like it's like any idiot. I want to go against Ryan Waters. Like I'm sick of paying a lawyer all this money to go against when Ryan you Waters. Could win, right? When I could just spank him myself, right? I mean, I'm definitely smarter than Ryan Waters. Absolutely. But, but. Uh, I can't do that with an LLC. However, in, when Ryan first sued me in early 2018 for writing a blog, a factual blog about the fact that he was arrested for beating up his girlfriend, Samantha Cardin, and killing their dog, which is just horrible, he sued me for that because the, the charges ended up getting dropped because she got too scared to testify as victims of domestic violence tend to do. However, it doesn't change the fact that he was arrested. There was probable cause for that. And uh, that did actually happen. The dog did die. The veterinarian believed that he killed it, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, or the vet tech, whatever. So he sued all these people later on, but he sued me and Samantha at first. And uh, I had to hire a lawyer. And this went on for a few months. And I won. I won. I got the case dismissed. Now, he appealed it. And I just ignored it because he's just always up to some bullshit. And we didn't even respond to the appeal. I'm like, he's going to take it to the SJC, the Supreme Judicial Court, and there's no way they're going to listen to this idiot. I'm just not going to respond. Well, they denied his appeal on three of four of the counts that he was trying to get me on, but one of them he appealed. He won. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm like liable or anything like that. It just basically means we go back to square one. 
And that's where, that's where I am with them. However, because we're going back to square one now and the LLC no longer exists, I can represent myself. Right. So I don't need an attorney. And so I'm like, the lawyer's like, he, he told me, he's like, look at, you could do this yourself. <laughs> like, and what you on the advice of counsel, I'll be my own representative. Right. Like he could easily run up the bill on me if he wants, but he's like, I can't, I don't want to do that. Dude. It's like, he's like a good guy. Yeah. Right. He's like a good guy. He's trying to help me out. He's like, you don't need this guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> like Ryan, right. he's like, I do this. He's today, he's like, I don't know how you do what you do. Like, this is fucking absolutely insane. But anyway, uh Ryan. I can't even find his latest bullshit motion. But yeah, did you email me anything? Because I didn't get anything. I thought I did. I got yeah. nothing. Don't even worry. It's like fucking crazy. Actually. Right. Okay. Let me see if I can. I got it. He emailed it to me in here. He sent me a fucking package in the mail. The Actually, hold on right now. Be right back, Deb. You're in charge. Yeah. Hold on. All right. I'm here. I got it. Okay. What's going on, guys? Hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Chat us up. Hey, Turtle Cadet. How you living? Next time, Kings. So I get this, I get this freaking package in the mail, priority Mm -hmm. mail, and it's Look at all this shit. Look at all these pages. This is all Ryan Waters. He had to pay for all this shit. Oh my God. It's like, this is like hundreds of freaking pages. And uh, this is a motion to waive a filing fee. This is the lawsuit in federal court that Ryan has filed against me. Uh, and he's also suing Google, Facebook, K. Peter, Jeremy Haley, Martha Smith Blackmore. She was the vet. Uh, William Higgins. One of these guys is the chief of police in Palmer, the state police, 10 John Doe's, all these freaking people. Yeah, like it's insane. So he's like filing all this shit. All he does is lose. And all he does is just file more bullshit. It's a pain in the ass. He's never going to go away. But I can at what point has this become like a frivolous thing? Like why why can't they send him away? And this state doesn't seem to exist. I don't know. Like I would get Yeah, it really is. But here's the thing. In this state, they give a lot of leeway to a pro se guy like him. That's if, true. The other, if the other person has an attorney. You got two pro se's going against each other. The judge is going to be like, get the fuck out of here, both of you. Yeah, like they, he doesn't, they time, want, yeah. yeah, he doesn't want – they feel bad for you if you're going against an attorney. But if you're going against another pro se, they know – yeah. yeah, right? So, you know, that that's what we're going to be doing here. Now, all this guy does is file shit with me. So – we're file this motion. My lawyer files this motion to withdraw from the case. Now, if you're Ryan Waters, right, wouldn't you want that to happen? Wouldn't you want the lawyer to leave? Because in your mind, you're going to, I'm an idiot, right? And of course, yeah. He's going to like, oh, no lawyer? Eden's oh, got now no he thinks he's going to run away with it, yeah. Right. Like, shouldn't he think that? But no, he opposes this motion. Like, he's like, no, 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 I want you. I want you to stay on the case, Mr. Attorney. Why do you think he wanted that? I don't know. So well, because bill, make it, your bill, ring your bill up. And it just proves that. Like, it just proves that the whole purpose of this for Ryan Waters isn't to win. 
It's to just just to make your life miserable. Just to make me keep paying legal fees for this bullshit for for his shenanigans. So I go there today, and we go in front of the judge or whatever. And anyway, I'm like standing there, and Ryan's in the courtroom with me. And by the way, he looks like he's dying. Like I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. Like he looks like he done missed ten or eleven meals in a row. Like he's probably the scurvy kicking in from no mandarin oranges or anything like that. Yeah, he's on he's on the Buchenwald diet or something. <laughs> he's, not, he's not looking too good. And uh so he's there, and we make this motion, and my lawyer says his piece. And Ryan, I can't wait to pull the audio on this one, gets up there and he gives this testimony about how your honor, he's gonna kill all my witnesses. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't I have like so many witnesses to bring this trial. He's and gonna he find made, every John Doe, he's gonna yeah. kill them all. And he made fake Facebook accounts and then he's threatening death threats and he's posting <laughs> pictures and Christina Yakamovsky he's mentioning and all these people, they're all going to be my witnesses. But he says Chrissy oh, yeah. Yakamovsky is going to be his witness. So okay. she's working, yeah, real class accuracy. That's working really with, incredible uh, anyways. Working, yeah, working, yeah, I know. Working with a, uh, you know, uh, dog killing uh, woman abuser. Good stuff, Chrissy. Classy. Uh, but Anyway, it's it's unfortunately he's just ranting and raving the whole time about how his witness. I'm gonna kill his witnesses. This dude thinks I'm like freaking Pablo Escobar or something. Like, dude, I don't. It's all those Rico that you get a whole gang. So. Yeah, the Rico thing. Like, I don't even like. Right, I don't talk. I don't think about you ever. I don't care about you. <laughs> like, you you're not worth doing whatever you think I'm capable of doing to you. I, I would never do that to you because you're nobody. Like you're gonna die of natural causes on your own. Is he really here? Is that him? No, that's not him. Is it really him? It, I don't know. Says I didn't mention her, Ryan Waters. Got a picture. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Ryan. If you want to come up, you're more than welcome to come up. Now, yeah, we I can saw do it Ryan, right here outside of court. Let's do it. Yeah, now. but he he would never do that. He saw me in the. It was so funny. He sees me in the hallway afterwards. So I won. I won. I get the uh, the motion survived. Uh, without, because the judge just let him talk for 15 minutes, and I'm looking at my lawyer. He's looking at me, we're like trying not to crack up. Like, right? <laughs> like, what is he talking about? And the judge didn't interrupt Ryan once. He just let Ryan rant for a good, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, and then finally he just like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to allow the motion because none of what you said had anything to do with like a. You haven't explained why the lawyer shouldn't be removed yep. from this. Thanks. Like that's thanks for, that's thanks for proving my point. See you later. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, Ryan, he, he said, I'm going to pull the tapes. We're going to play it. I don't know if he met. You're right. He, Ryan might be right. I don't know if, I'm, if he mentioned her name directly, but he's like, he called that. Like when he says the Jane Doe's, that's who he's referring to. And that's who is collaborating with him. That's who's sending him stuff that he's using are trying to use and it's really really cute i'm not gonna lie that they've put all their faith in ryan waters it's also really sad because ryan's actually a horrible horrible person oh he he also mentioned now he's not i gotta play this tape but he mentioned how i am keeping him away from his daughter or something to that effect like i'm i'm threatening his daughter and i'm threatening sam oh and he goes he goes oh so so here's where they get at me here so the the reason the lawsuit was uh that one of the counts was overturned right it was i said something or something was stated in the blog about ryan that kate peter wrote by the way to the effect of 
the the girl, and I think I said this in my book too. Sam Cotton claimed the victim claimed that Ryan um, was sending drugs in the mail, right? That was I think mentioned in the book and in the blog by Kate Peter, and she interviewed the victim, and and that's what she said: the drugs were sent in the mail from California to her place in Massachusetts when he visited his mm. child for the first time. And Ryan claims that is libelous. Now, in the book, I specifically said, according to the victim, Ryan Waters allegedly did this. And the judge said, even when you say allegedly and according to, that could still be considered libelous according to some whatever case law. And I'm like, if that's the case... That yeah, that's make any sense. That that everything no sense. is libelous, always. Right, and literally everything in the newspaper is libelous. Anytime you interview somebody and they say something, and if it's not true, then the newspaper is in trouble. But the newspaper, right. they, they're just writing down what you said. Like, this is what the witness said. So I went and I got me an affidavit from the victim, and she wrote something up, and she specifically said, nope, I said that. This is what he told me, and uh, that's that. And she's like, I don't want to testify or anything like that. And so Ryan asked, that's going to fuck Ryan in court now. I mean, that's going to get this thrown out again. And basically, Ryan goes in court. He says today, he goes, well, Your Honor, um, Sam is, uh, you know, scared. You know, she's a victim of this too. Yeah, from you, asshole. But, you know, she's basically a victim of him too. He's scaring her. He's making her worried or something that she's afraid to testify. It's like she doesn't want to testify because of you, asshole, not because of me. She's not. I didn't kick the shit out of her. You did. Right. And so he goes, he goes in your honor. I forgive her. I understand why she, she goes. I understand. He goes, I understand why she committed perjury. That's those were his exact words. I understand why she committed perjury in her after David. And just picture the judge hearing that. Like what? he doesn't know what any of the, this shit means. He's like, what? We're just here to have a motion about whether or not the lawyer is going to withdraw from this case. Like, what are we doing? So anyway, um, that all happens. And then I win and we get it thrown out and I see him in the hallway later on. <laughs> I'm just like turtle boy wins again. He just shakes his head. He's so mad. <laughs> I, had to go, I had to go to the clerk's office to file something for the big black Jeffrey thing. And where do you see the after David on that thing that he filed? <laughs> like what the hell? And at, he, I go in there because I'm trying to do that one remotely. Nope, they want it in person. But Ryan's Ryan's in there taking notes. He's like sitting down at the thing, oh, taking yeah. in a cubby. So he's filing whatever bullshit he's filing next. It's like, dude, if you just got a job, Ryan, then you wouldn't like get a job. Like, how hard right. is it to get a freaking job? Like, stop, like, stop saying that. I'm go work as like a plain clothes court person or something. Be like the security guard at the door. Like if he wants yeah. to be involved in this crap so much, just yeah. You're like you're in, I think he's in his thirties by now. Like, dude, get a freaking job. Stop blaming me for the fact that you can't work. Take some responsibility in your life. Do create something, start your own business. I don't know, but do something, man, do something with your life, dude. And so I, I'll get the audio on that. It's freaking hilarious. We'll all have a good laugh. Excellent. When it comes down, uh, Ryan is not eating any mandarin oranges, uh, and so that's that. All right, that sounds like what? an excellent turtle club topic, actually. It is a good turtle club topic. The turtle club sex cult that's what we're going to call the it sex now. Cult. Sex, exactly. the sex cult. Okay, speaking of sex cults, so now we're going to go on to Brother Branch, who we talked about last week. Now, Tony Branch is a guy for those of you unfamiliar. Uh, I wrote about him, or he was published, I don't even remember 
it was so long ago. I don't remember if I wrote this book, but it's on Turtle Boy. So I guess I'm responsible for it, according to the judge. And in the blog, it was about a protest that occurred at Brockton High School because they wanted to change the name of the their vice principals. They were called housemasters. And they said that's racist because of slavery. And they wanted to rename them deans. And these students protested and they petitioned the school committee. And this guy is quoted in the newspaper. His name is Anthony Branch, Bishop Anthony Branch, it says. And he's like leading this whole thing. And you look at this guy's page, right? Do we have any pictures of him? I had some pictures before of uh Do you want me, to bring, up, you want me uh, to bring up the uh, Facebooks you sent me there? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I got yes, two. Um, there was one that's like it looks like it might be old. It has like 23 followers or something. Yeah, actually, I'll, yeah. Well, you're queuing that up. I got one right here. Okay. I can show real quick. Uh so check this out. I mean, this guy is just a, a wannabe Sharpton. Like, come on, like look at this dude. This is uh that's that's brother branch. Look at this guy. <laughs> He's trying hard. Yeah, brother branch. And uh this is him. I'll show you. I got a quick do you have the video of him preaching that I sent you? Uh, I think so. You sent me it today? Yeah. Okay. I sent you a lot of shit, I know. Yeah, you did all this last second. So. Yeah. But, you know. So, so anyway, this guy, he, uh, I think I wrote something. Oh, yes, I got this. The weight getting off, yeah. Based on his behavior, uh, he was titled in the blog, Fake Bishop Tony Branch. Now, that's tongue-in-cheek. It's called satire. Like, we do it all the time. Well, like we call people fake pastors, like Sarai Rivera. It doesn't mean they're actually fake. It just means you're not acting like one. It's like right. tongue in cheek, you know, and that can very easily be argued in trial if we got to that point, whatever. But uh, he sued me and I hired, I didn't take it seriously. I just hired some, like a lawyer buddy of mine, 500 bucks. He's like, I'll just write a motion to dismiss. Give me 500. Okay, sure. And he filed it. Did It, it failed. So I should have, I guess I should have taken that more seriously. So now I have another lawyer on this case. His name is Ryan McLean. He does a lot of great first amendment work and he's represented people with a lot of the COVID mandate stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a hungry young attorney. I like that. And he's looking to get involved in some one a stuff. So, uh, I got him on this and we, we've started to look into this guy a little bit more. Now he initially offered me sick. He goes, how about this? $600. We'll call it a day. Now he was suing me for like fifty thousand dollars or something, like more than twenty-five thousand. That's what he had listed on there. More than twenty-five thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Said I cost him a job that paid forty-two thousand dollars a year as a pastor, which by the way doesn't make any sense because you're a bishop. That's a job. Bishop is a job. Like, so what do you need a job for if you're already a bishop? How does that right. make any how does that make any sense at all? Like and he also said that he lost like wedding gigs. Like nobody wants to hire him for weddings anymore. All the pandemic ones. And he couldn't get any gigs in 2020 when there were no weddings. And it's all my fault, apparently. And then we looked into his past and we saw that in 2017, the Brockton Enterprise wrote a story about him when he was running for city council in Brockton. And as it turns out, Brother Branch got uh, into some trouble in 2015 on gun charges because he had a restraining order taken out by him by a guy named Big Dick Antonio Harris who banged his wife at the Holiday Inn Express in Braintree. And he violated this order and by having ammunition on him and his living girlfriend called the cops on him. And we're going to get into a little more of that tonight. So that's my whole thing with him. It's like, so you're saying that I cost you all these damages, right? This blog, you couldn't get work because of this blog. But wouldn't the Brockton Enterprise story 
have hurt your reputation as well. And right. a number of other things. The fact that, by the way, uh, oh, yeah, he owed $42,000 in taxes. He also lost how many cases in court to banks and judgments and all this shit and blah, 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 blah. Unpaid child support, all that. Yeah. So do you have that video queued up? Yep. Just, yeah, let's play part of that. So just so you see what this guy's deal is. Let me say it again. It is time up, to get the weight off. Some of you may have realized that in watching the television shows and, and, and just shows in general, you may have realized that when you look at a lot of the pause real quick. the MBT. So just check out the background there. It says Tony Minute Tony Branch, Branch Ministries. Ministry. What? You can, I want to start that like Turtle Boy Ministries. You can just make up your own church. It sounds like what's happened the here. The apostolic, no? apostolic meeting house. Apostolic meeting house. Apostolic. So I found out today in his divorce proceedings where this guy got that stuff from. Can we bring up his divorce proceedings? Because I went and pulled those uh, documents. Oh, yeah, we can certainly do that. So do you want the video or, or not? Uh, no, just I think we got right. the point here in that. Yeah. Okay. All right, just give me a second. Yeah, no problem. So basically, this is the we're going to look at his divorce records, and we're going to find out a lot of interesting information here on Brother Branch that I found today, which was fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Where do you guys see some of this shit? I wrote it all down. Uh, but the high, like, I'll give you a little tease here. For instance, um. He was ordained by his aunt. That's my. That's one of my favorite things. Okay, so we can zoom in a little there. Keep it in the family. Yeah, can we get it to like be all big screen there? Two hundred. Yeah. Okay. And Good. yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, let me find out what page this is on. This would be on page. Uh, let's see. Where'd mine go? I had mine queued up here. All right, so let's go to page. Um, so this is his wife's the motion for just so look at page one. They're just talking about who they are. We can go to page um, five. Findings of fact. Let's go to that one. All right, cool. All right, so here we go. Husband and wife uh, testified, each testified at trial. Husband also claimed, called somebody named Mary Atiato, who is the successor to Harris as chief of staff. So Harris is the Antonio Harris. Antonio Harris is the guy who fucked his wife, uh, who was later arrested for child rape. So this is, he, your wife left you for a child rapist. Good job. And uh, it says, who's the six, and, and Harris worked, for the Commission of the Blind uh, as the Chief of Staff of uh, Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, whatever. And so Mary Adiato is one of his witnesses. She took over for Harris. The second witness is uh, somebody named Alicia Kennerly, who was the mother of his two older daughters, Ronisha and Carlia. So he's got two older daughters with a woman named Alicia Kennerly. And he's got a son named Terry Branch. No, his brother. Oh, it's his brother. I apologize. His wife called no other witnesses to testify on her behalf. 45 exhibits were introduced. The court also reviewed the husband's carry report. Little evidence was introduced concerning the factors required 
uh, for custody support and division of assets. Some evidence came in, blah, 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 blah. So after considering all credible evidence, the court finds as follows. So this guy is 50 years old, or he was in 1966. Today he is 51, 55, I guess. Yeah. His wife at the time was 29. So robbing the cradle a little bit. His wife graduated from high school in 05. After graduating from school, she was employed by Good Samaritan Hospital in the medical records department. The evidence was not clear as to when the wife left this position, but she worked briefly as a financial services agency, blah, 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 blah. Then she went to Bridgewater State, received her bachelor's degree in psychology in 2010. Wife is in good health and blah, blah, blah. Um, we can skip that one. Husband. Okay, so let's go number four. Husband's background. This is interesting stuff we found out here. Okay. Husband received a high school equivalency diploma <laughs> in 1983. Equivalency. He attended Roxbury Community College for one year. He worked at New England Medical Center in support services from 83 until 88. From 88 till 92, he was a property manager. And from 92 to 96, he was the director of administrative services for a property management company. He testified he had been certified by the National Center for Housing Management as a HUD property manager and for marketing and management in 2007. He became employed at Beth Israel Medical Center in 1996 in support services, leaving the position in 98 to become manager for the MGH Mass General Hospital Neuroscience and Oncology Services. His last salary was allegedly $86,000 per year. Damn, why did I go to college? I mean, <laughs> he, he, he went to, what, he went for one year at Roxbury Community College and he's working in the hospital doing, who knows if this is even true. I don't know, but I would assume it must be somewhat true. Anyway, it gets better. The wife, go, number six here. The wife, her name is Wiggins, is the adopted daughter of Kennerly. So Kennerly is his baby mama, his first baby mama, Kennerly. Now, this is a little confusing. Oh the God. wife is the adopted daughter of his baby mama's maternal great aunt, Bessie. So, and his baby mama's children, his children, considered Bessie to be their uh. grandmother. Okay. <laughs> So let's just stop right there. So stop. Let me just read. So basically what we have here, if we're doing a diagram here, you got the the new wife, Wiggins, her mother or mother-like figure. She was adopted by great aunt Betsy. Okay. Now great aunt Betsy, who she calls mom, has a daughter or a niece or something like that, who is Kennerly. And that is Tony Branch's first baby mama. So somehow they both are, you just fucked somebody else in the family. Like what the, anyway. It's just like a family hedge. Yeah, it gets, it gets crazier. As a child, the wife, Wiggins, went to Kennerly's house to play with oh, his daughter, God. Ronisha. His wife, first new husband in this family context. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call grooming. So his oh, his, his wife was friends with his daughter, Renisha. Oh. And they went over to play. And he's like, yeah, what's up, girl? How you doing? You looking good. And so the wife testified emotionally oh that her relationship, get, wait till you read this, with husband began at Kennerly's house. This is the first baby mama. 
So he starts a relationship with the new wife at the old one's house when she was 14, 14 years old. He's an adult. He would have been 35 when this happened. Yep. And when she was 15, he took her virginity on the kitchen floor at his baby mama's house. And she had to clean it up with bleach. He fucking propped her ch- According that bishop my ass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck you. That yeah. is not how a bishop behaves, motherfucker. I can't wait for trial. I can't fucking wait for trial. You didn't think we'd find this Tony Branch? You think Honestly. that's not like behavior? You, this and we're gonna call her as a witness. You best believe. She said in court under oath that you took her virginity on the kitchen floor and she had to clean it up, my man. Well, did the judge find this credible? Let's find. Let's go on. So, um, however, the wife was 15 years. Uh, Kennerly denied knowing anything about either the relationship between the husband and wife at the time or the alleged incident between them in her kitchen. However, the wife was 15 years old in December of 2001 when Kennerly obtained an abuse prevention restraining order against her husband that prevented him from entering her house and from having any contact with her or their two children. So the, the, the Kennerly, the baby mama and his two daughters got restraining orders on him. That is that normal behavior for a Bishop. I don't think so. Kennerly acknowledged that when the wife was 15 or 16 years old, Bessie Aunt Bessie asked Kennerly about the wife's relationship with the husband because Bessie thought that wife's behavior was off. When wife was 17 years old, Kennerly asked Bessie whether anything happened between them. In number eight, in 2004, when she was 18 years old, the wife moved out. Um, the wife moved out of Bessie's home to a friend's apartment on Mass Ave in Boston. After a short time at the friend's apartment, the wife moved into the husband's res- residence on Hillbrook Ave in Brockton. The husband then obtained a Section 8 voucher for a residence on Oak Street in Brockton, and the parties moved there from Hillbrook in 2005. Husband denied that he had sexual relations with the wife at any time uh, prior to their move to Oak Street. Because remember, before they moved to Oak Street, she's a minor. So he'd be a diddler if he fucked her before that. Even though she claims he fucked her on the kitchen floor at his baby mama's house in 2001. Whether I can't wait for this trial. This is going to be freaking awesome. I can't. Oh, I'm so happy this is happening. Whether or not the husband and wife had sexual intercourse, uh, I apologize, um, when she was 15 years old or at Hillbrook. Did you go past that? Um, no, no, sorry. Okay. I'm trying to read. Okay, I'll just read on my end. Um, so whether or not the wife had, um, let's see, uh, sexual intercourse when she was 15 years old or at Hillbrook when she was 18 years old and lived with them, the husband's denial of any sexual relationship with his wife before they moved in together is not credible. Do you see that end? That's the Mm -hmm. most important part. Go back to nine. See that guys, the husband's allegation that he didn't have sex with her before she turned 18. Not credible. Says the judge. The judge is like, nope, I don't believe you waited until she was 18 to pork her, pal. Sorry. 
The parties lived together at 8 Oak Street for approximately two years. He denied that he lost the Section 8 housing voucher for Oak Street, but admitted that he had not been reporting his income accurately. Oh, he forgot to report his income. Yeah, sock shocking. They they moved from Oak Street to a residence in Dorchester in 2007 or 8. The wife obtained a Section 8 voucher for the Dorchester residence. The wife told the husband before they were married that she did not love him. What? Nonetheless, she accepted his proposal of marriage. Now, get this part. <laughs> I, I can't hate when I read that. At the time, she was already pregnant with their first child, which is not a thing a bishop would do. The husband then was a Muslim and had been using the name Anthony Malik Shabazz, Shabazz. since approximately 1988. So the guy who is suing me for calling me a fake bishop was a fucking Muslim named Shabazz. Shabazz. <laughs> At one point. Yes. It's like, oh, dude, I can't wait for the trial, my guy. You should have taken the $600 and shut the fuck up. Just, no kidding. Are you fucking stupid, dude? I cannot wait. You think your reputation's bad now, my guy? Wait till all this shit comes out in court, dude. Right now, it's just on my live show. You're a fucking Muslim? And you're mad at me because I called you a fake bishop? What the fuck do you want me to call you? You were a fucking Shabazz five minutes ago. Now why, Shabazz. now, why is he not a why is he not a Muslim anymore? Well, it goes on. It goes on to say um that his wife told him she would not marry him if he was a Muslim. So they started going to Zion Fire Church together. The parties, so she basically he basically married, he got rid of being Muslim for pussy. The parties were married on May 21st in Kissimmee, Florida. They were in Florida to attend his daughter's graduation ceremony. Husband told wife if she ever cheated on him, he would never take her back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my, the, the party's first child, Ariana Branch, was born on August in 2017, and she was baptized at the church. He was the primary homemaker and child care provider throughout their marriage, which is kind oh, of She sad. was. She was. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, the wife was. The, yes. <laughs> Oh, and child care provider. Okay, but not the financial one. So he, he, no, he was primary thing. financial, yeah. Right, okay. Wife had been receiving cash tuition benefits from DCF while attending Bridgewater State. The marriage is going to cause termination of those benefits. So the husband, wife, and her family agreed that no one would inform DCF of the marriage so that the wife would continue to receive the benefits and they would share them. So they're going to scam DCF. And the government. That's the plan. But the wife's family refused to honor the deal after the marriage, which caused a rift between husband and wife and her family. Eventually, DCF learned of the marriage and in October of 27 terminated the benefit. So they tried to scam the system and it didn't work out well. The parties lived in the Dorchester residence until the marital home was purchased on or about 2009. The marital home was good time to buy a home, right? Right after the crash, mm -hmm. when the nice right after, yeah, that was that was an awesome actually, time, yeah. That was actually no, that actually was the bad time was. was like 2007, right? That's when you get it real cheap. The marital mm -hmm. home was purchased in husband's name for approximately 114 grand on a down payment of 12,000. The down payment was from his MGH benefits and cash advances. The balance was uh, financed in husband's name alone. Blah, blah, blah. So this just goes on about the house. The wife graduated. She worked for several months and blah, blah, blah. The wife gave birth to a second baby in 2010 named Brianna. Uh, she was not employed for approximately two years after that. Now, 
Remember that sign? Oh, remember, that, remember that sign? That that video we watched earlier. That was from 2011. Now let's read this part. At some point after the marriage, husband and wife opened their own church because you can just do that. Apparently, you can just open a church. Okay. Well, once you switch over from being Muslim to yeah. being, you know, Catholic, you can be a bishop. Then you can open your own church and everything. Yeah. You just, you just get, open a church. You just open this. So this is real. This is a real bishop shit. So it goes on Shazam. to say, uh, their own church was called the Apolistic Meeting House of Brockton at the marital home. Do you remember what it said in the background on that sign? Do I? Yeah. Did it? It's, it said Apolistic yeah, Meeting House of Brockton. Yeah. Same at thing. the marital house. That's his fucking home. Oh, his, yeah. His home is the church. That's <laughs> the the church. He's the pastor. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the bishop of my own house, okay? I'm also running a sexual, <laughs> but I'm also a bishop, okay? So this is like, this is my life. This is who sues me. This is wild shit. Um, after that, the husband became re-involved in the Refuge and Relief Ministries, an apolistic Pentecostal church Founded by his aunt, awesome. in, which, in, in, in which he had been ordained as a minister in or about 1986 when he was still a fucking he was Muslim. Still Muslim. I, or, I don't know. So, <laughs> this is what he's claiming. So, we're going to ask in discovery, we're going to be like, dude, when did you become ordained a minister? Who ordained you? What, what certification? Was that before or after you were a different faith? Yeah, and so apparently uh, this gentleman here, and uh, real quick, I'm also going to show you the, uh, hold on. The thing oh, she about, became ordained too, huh? Nice. Who did? she? Oh, yeah, everyone's nice. a pastor. Yeah, everybody is. Everyone's a pastor. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let me, give me one sec to pull. I got another thing here, a public records request that we uh, filed with the Secretary of State's office that I'm just going to show you guys right here. Um, <laughs> shall we open a what? What do you say? A, a Dollar Tree or a church. Yeah. So this is from the Secretary of State's office. We asked, we're like, do you have any um, like records of Tony Branch being a license, a copy of a clergy's ordination papers? a license or similar certificate issued by a religious organization, a letter of good standing from the leader of a religious organization on a letterhead or a completed Massachusetts resident clergy from which is available to download here. So we asked all this stuff and this is what the secretary of state's office gets back to us and says, our office does not have any responsive records for Anthony branch, Tony branch or Anthony Michael Branch. So he's not registered at all. Well, maybe he's registered under Shazam. Yeah, or Shabazz Shazam, or whatever Shabang. the fuck he is. So this is, I can't, I can't wait for trial. I've never, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like the blog was written in jest. Like it was like the defense was going to be like, we're just kidding. Now it's like, no, no, no. He's now really it's like, on, boy. <laughs> now, like, like he's not even registered with the state. He got ordained by his aunt in his church, which was also his home. <laughs> and, and he's a pastor, and yeah, he's he's allegedly a bishop. Uh, what makes him a bishop? I don't know. So you can put you can pull that back up. Okay. Actually, I, I just did. Actually, I did you? I did. No, you didn't. We're doing it at the same time. There we go. Okay. 
There we go. Okay. So back to this uh, thing in number 22. Um, so yes, his, uh, his wife participated. When the husband's aunt died in May of 2012, the husband and wife assumed responsibility for the church. The husband became the pastor. I don't know what he was before that. The wife was ordained as a minister and became fully involved. She organized a women's group and oversaw the women meet event in October of 2012 for revival nation chapels of America, of which refuge and relief ministries was a member. The husband assumed, Oh, this is it. Uh, the, by October it. of 2012, the husband had assumed the title of Bishop, a title that he admitted he used even before he was sanctioned in public, I cannot fucking wait. There it is. There it is. There it is on the actual court documents. Him saying, I called myself a bishop even when I wasn't actually sanctioned as a bishop. I just kind of assumed the title. I'm look at me, I'm assuming. When I'm does assuming. he assume the title of God? Is that later? How yeah, that, that, that comes later. I'm the sex god, so I am assuming that like what? <laughs> What? Like he's just assuming it? Like, like people they call me the leader of a sex cult because I'm running a sex cult. Like I'm actually right. Like you're all in the cult. Like you have to do what I say, right? But with him, it's like, dude, how are you assuming you're a bishop? Like you're just assuming it. And so this guy is just claiming to be a bishop. Now, at some point between, I can't wait for trial. Between 2010 and 2012, the wife was in a single vehicle automobile accident. She told the husband she blacked out from stress. The car was demolished to avoid liability. The parties made up a different story when they submitted their claim to their insurance. So they committed auto. The wife is a real peach herself. During this uh, period in the marriage, the parties presented the picture of a loving, committed Christian couple to the public. They planned and conducted church services together. Now, do you have that Facebook page that I sent you? Um, the, The one that he hasn't posted since 2008. I think yeah. I brought it. Can you bring that one up? Because this is what they're talking about. Check out how they presented themselves on Facebook. Twenty thirty one. Huh? I love this. Let me swap over. Yeah. This is the guy they're counting on to take me down. I love it. I love it so much. Bishop Tony. It's not going to go the way you guys think it does. I'm sorry. Twenty three friends. Okay, so go down. Keep scrolling. Just go down, way down, way down, way down. I don't know why he's quoting Clarence Thomas there. Okay, so this, check out that one. Check out that one. Up. Up, this one? Yeah. This one. Okay, so there it goes. This is in 2011 before she fucked Antonio Harris and says, where have the days gone? That's when he was still with her. And then eight years ago, when they had obviously broken up, look at his comment underneath. I wish I can go back. Uh, but you can't. Cause she got big dick Antonio, pal. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Now go down more. Go down more. Happy Mother's Day to the elect lady Evelyn. And look at the comments and others, the king and blah 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 blah. There she is. Thank you, sweetie. I love you and thank you for making me a righteous woman before God. I am honored to be the mother of all your children. Not all his children. The other ones have restraining orders on them. And more to come. I love you so much. Now let me go suck Antonio's dick. But um, yeah, and then you go down a little more and, you know, come ye no matter, whatever, blah, 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 to the apostolic meeting house. So basically come to my house. 
And I'm the pastor. I'm the head. Who's the head pastor? Lamont. Uh, host Lopez. host pastor. It says host pastor. Oh, the host pastor. Lorraine Lopez. Oh, okay. Okay. So then go down. Anything else? I think he's got a couple other posts here. Uh oh, there, there it is. Proud you are my wife Happy, in life. There she is. Like this guy's a bishop. <laughs> Look at it. Happy anniversary. I am proud of you, my wife in life. My wife in life. Eh, not so much, pal. Not so much, my friend. Eve with so, cow. Ah, yes. I missed the hilltop. Is that was that Brockton? That was the that hilltop. Was that? No, that was a Route One. What what is? I don't even know what that is. Is that like a oh, really? Oh, it's like a restaurant. Yeah, the big cactus on Route One. In what town? East Saugus. Okay, never been. Never been. I forget you're from way out. Yeah, from Central it's, Mass. It's we don't, we, we don't go to Saugus. Okay. All right. So that's let's go back that's to the, the end uh, of the post. So that's the end of it. So that this is the the this is the bishop. Here he is. Yeah, can we go back to the um, complaint or the whatever? So she basically on Facebook they they made us each other seem like they were like this happy, whatever, and then but the wife testified that she did wifely things that she did because she was expected to do them and that there were repercussions if she did not. Repercussions. She testified that the husband hit her, but this was all considered not to be credible by the judge. So she's probably a liar herself. Shockingly by early 2013, the husband and wife was pulling away from him. He was not as loving, blah, blah, blah. And this is where big Dick Antonio comes in and the holiday and express and he catches her fucking her. And from there it just goes on. Let's go to number. Um, let's see. I want to get this whole item. Number 29. Now she got a manicure and pedicure, but she didn't remember doing it. Yeah, I don't even ever on a Sunday. Why is that like pertinent to anything? Like who knows? Who knows? Uh I want to get to number I want to get to the guns when the cops come to his house. The guns okay. Are... Oh, wait. Hold on. Six, two, three, Whoa. Okay, go to number 38. Yeah. Or 37, 37. Okay. The husband became upset and angry while they were in the car. He confronted her about Antonio. The wife testified that he punched her in the arm and in the leg. Not very Bishop-like. Not Bishop-like. Immediately after they arrived at the marital home, the wife left and returned to work via public transportation. After the wife left the marital home on April 16, 2013, I think that was a day after the marathon bombing, wasn't it? That's what this motherfucker's doing. Yeah. Oh, so she went into Boston. Okay, that's interesting. Um, the husband went to Harris's house and confronted him. The husband had the children with him in the car, so he brought the kids to go confront the guy who's sticking it to his wife. The husband told Harris that he was going to call the governor's office, this would be Governor Patrick at the time, to get Harris fired. The husband left Harris's house and returned to the marital home. Harris called the husband at her about seven and admitted to the husband that he and his wife had been a close friendship but denied fucking her after the husband returned to the marital house uh home following this confrontation he had an episode of low blood pressure and he went to the hospital and he ends up burning his own arms mm -hmm. <laughs> out of like because he goes the pain of he tells the nurse um he burned himself but he goes she testified that he told her that he had deliberately burned his arm because of the pain that she had caused him telling her that the pain from the burn was nothing in comparison to the pain that 
he would feel if she had been having an affair with Harris. Oh, my man. She did. She did. Um, so anyway, Harris ends up getting a freaking order on her. And uh, because he keeps contacting him, he's like, dude, stop contacting me, you fucking psycho. Uh, and she, he gets an order placed on her. And let us skip now to number, um, let's see, 44. Yeah, go to 44. In the early morning hours of April 23rd, 2013, Harris called Branch again, upset that the husband was talking to his wife. <laughs> April On April 29th, Harris applied for and received a harassment prevention order against the husband from Brockton District Court that uh, pro prohibited the husband from contacting Harris. So that's how he gets the order on him for that. He just kept bothering him. Husband was back at the hospital with chest pains. DCF was conducting 51 A's, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's go on to number, because um, this goes on and on and on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this just goes on and on and on. Uh, 47. 47. The wife obtained an abuse prevention restraining order, a 209A, against the husband through the emergency judicial response system on May 7th, based upon an incident uh, on May 6th. The first 209A order reissued by Brockton District Court on May 8th prohibited the husband from contacting and required him to remain away from the new residence in Dedham. The custody of the children was awarded to the wife, but the husband was allowed to contact them. So they were the marriage is basically over at this point. She's moving to Dedham, and all of this is, uh, you know, it just talks about the parenting back and forth. There's an incident at the Dedham Mall, um, blah, blah, blah. I want to get to the part where, okay, 55, 53, the wife filed a new complaint for an abuse prevention restraining order against the husband in Dedham District Court. This complaint and a white affidavit support of it are dated June of 2013, but there's no evidence of any hearing on the wife's new complaint on or about that date. The wife stated in her affidavit that she had informed her husband that it was draining physically and emotionally to please him, and she was still unhappy doing so and no longer wanted to be married to him due to the lack of feelings for him. She stated that her husband had smacked her, choked her, punched her during the marriage, and had changed her email account information, bank account passwords, had harassed her family, friends, and coworkers, had called her boss, and on June of 2013, came to her house and was taking pictures, uh, but fled when her cousins and children approached the house. Although the wife referenced filing a police report, none was introduced into evidence. So who knows what the hell she's talking about. Okay, um, I want to find the part where he gets the uh, order on him by the uh, Antonio Harris gets an order on him. Or no, when he's got the new girlfriend. Uh, I want to find the new girlfriend. Hold on. Go to num. Let's see. I am the 60 there. I think it's past 60, isn't it? Um, uh, the wife. This is the wife's new boyfriend. Yeah, that's the wife's new. The wife has a new boyfriend. Joey. He's like, yeah, he's a criminal too. She's a real piece of work. Joey herself. Lim. They're all fucking winners in this story. But the guy's like fucking kids and shit. That's the weird part about this. Like, yep. he fucked her on, on the kitchen floor, allegedly, when she was 15 years old. And okay? made her clean it up. And she was like, uh, she didn't want to marry him, but he forced her into it. Like, cool. At the, at the very least, he groomed the shit out of her. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is not Bishop-like behavior. Oh, 67. I found it. 
There you go. So 66 says on February 3rd, 2015, the wife obtained a modification for the order that required the husband to remain away from a residence. This modification was reviewed after a hearing at which both parties appeared. It remained in place with the previously existing paragraphs of the order. 67, the husband had been using a dating website and by February or March of 2015, he became involved with LaShawn Middleton, who was 22 years old. By 2015, Brother Branch was 49 and he's dating a 22-year-old because that's just how Brother Branch rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, LaShawn and their young child moved into the marital house with the husband. So what kind of bishop just meet some 22-year-old online. It's like, yo, you want to shack up with me and bring your fucking crotch fruit here? And we'll pretend I'm dad? Yeah, sure, let's do that. In mid-May, the husband posted bail for LaShawn in Connecticut, where she had been charged with assault and battery. The husband then learned that LaShawn had DCF charges against her involving her child. According to the husband, when our branch, when he learned of the charges, he told LaShawn that she had to leave, prompting her to contact the wife and conspire against him. On June 2015, the Brockton police went to the marital home at the request of DCF while DCF interviewed LaShawn. During the interview, LaShawn gave the police ammunition that she said belonged to the husband. He was charged with violation of the second abuse prevention restraining order and with possession of ammunition without an FID card. These charges are pending at the time of this divorce in 2016. So he she obtained, then LaShawn got an abuse prevention order on him and it expired two weeks later. So if we're keeping track at home, orders, how many people have gotten orders on this guy? Both his kids, his ex-wife, the guy who fucked his ex-wife and his new girlfriend. This is, you're a bishop. Oh, yeah, yeah, bishop. Right, right, bishop. Sure thing, bishop. Uh, And he goes, he goes on to say, so he gets charged with all this stuff. And by the way, like, this is what we're going to bring up and try out. We're just like, dude, so you couldn't get a job as a pastor and it's Turtle Boy's fault? Uh What about all these fucking charges, my guy? (laughs) What about the fact that you've been accused in court in 2016 that these court documents anyone can get? That says you fucked a 15-year-old, dude. Maybe that prevented you. Perhaps. I don't know. Or maybe the satirical blog that called you a fake bishop. One or the other. I don't know which one, my dude. Anyway. Well, maybe he reconverted back because number 70 says that that Facebook was Tony Shabazz. Yeah. So maybe maybe he's now he's Muslim again. So that means no more bishop. I did I send I think I sent you the Tony Shabazz one too. Bring you that sent one me up. no, I think you sent me the you sent me that little one we saw and then you sent me you sure I think I think I sent it to you. Hold did on, you? Let, let me see if it, well, maybe he I, changed the name of it. I have an Instagram for him. Let me see. It's the I'm first one. Him. It's the very oh. first one that says prayers for Boston police officers. Oh no. Oh, okay. oh, he changed it. Yeah. Or does it say Tony Shabazz? Let's I don't see. think it does. Hold on, I'm look. Tony. No, it says Tony Shabazz. The first one. Oh, no, check it out. I'm just gonna pull that out. Yeah. Shabazz Tony. Oh, there's yeah. another one. Uh-huh. This one. Oh, this is the Brockton one. Yeah, cool. This one. Let me see. Oh yeah, Fleek. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Yeah, bring that one up. All right. So this is the Tony Shabazz Facebook page. I mean, I you can't make this shit up. <laughs> this is insane. 
There he is. Yeah. So go down. Look at that picture. What does it say? An activist, an author. Think positive. It's your life. Former oh, model. Former model. He's a model. And then oh, we'll hook him, we'll hook him up with Tom Mountain. It's cool. Pick, yeah. Pick up. Click on the picture. Not that one. The one of the one. the, fit, the one. feature of that one. We. <laughs> ah, this is. Oh no! It's got sound. Oh God! Here we go. Hold on. Oh, Guys, it's like loading. This, this is who they're counting on to take down Turtle Boy. This mm. this guy. Ryan Waters and Big Black Jeffrey. Weird. One of them is going to be the guy, guys. The storm is coming. This is the storm. This is what he's got. I'm this one locked down, so this one's going to be oh. private. Oh my god, it's too good. It's too fucking good. I love it. I love it. I love how I love how the people that coming at me are so incompetent, and that this is the this is too good. So this is too fucking good. Anyway, um, so basically, this guy is uh, the rest just goes into more boring bullshit about the drama involved in this guy's life. But here's the thing. I also sent you a couple articles there. Do you know what this guy's position is now? And this is this is where it's like a Monica Cannon Grant kind of thing. Okay, it's hold on. You got me you sent me one article and the mayor thing, right? Like the Instagram thing was the mayor. Then yeah, you sent uh, yeah, me the hacks thing homeless teen Southeastern's first year. Yeah, how Brockton activist went from that one. Yeah, that one. Okay. Second, check and see if you got donuts or something. So it's not you just staring. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> me out. No. Yeah, he does have a lot of connections at the court. That's the problem with this guy. Let's see. Okay. So let me see. Any donos for the turtle chat? Let's see. Okay, none. But that's okay. I still love you guys. So this dono thing up at the top. We want to help take this guy down. It's gonna be fun. I promise you'll get your money's worth. Okay. So check out this Monica Cannon Grant type story. So, so this guy is the chair of the school committee of Southeastern Regional School District, which is a vocational district. It's got like 10 towns in it, including Brockton. And so scroll down. They treat this guy like this is like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. He's sometimes attending. Uh, one evening he was on search for dinner and he would eat McDonald's leftovers from other students. I felt safer as a kid versus an adult. Eventually he was saved from homelessness and lived with his aunt in Roxbury and turned his life in a new direction. He started investing his time in faith-based education and became a minister at 16 years old. How the fuck do you become a minister at 16? And by the way, that is in direct, direct contradiction to the wedding stuff that says he became a pastor at his aunt's. His aunt made him a pastor, I think, in 2010. Um, Branch later attended Roxbury Community College while later formalizing his religious education at Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary, which was not listed not in the all. divorce proceedings at all. Which gave, we'll see if he actually went there. His life took a dramatic turn after 12 year old Tiffany Moore was murdered, blah, blah, blah. So he's just like Monica oh, with yeah. this whole, like, you know, oh, somebody done got shot. And that's what made me, I almost got shot. And I'm going to be a leader in the community. From that day forward, he knew he had to do something. He founded the Community Action Patrol and Boston Communities of Color. He received a non attorney award. 
blah, blah, blah. The community patrol purpose for young people and perpetrators. He's still a tenacious. So does this sound familiar? A tenacious oh, activist yeah. working on such issues as food insecurity, gun violence. The dude got arrested <laughs> on gun charges, <laughs> homeless youth prevention and affordable housing in the area. Dude, you owe, you didn't, you owed $42,000 in property taxes and you're talking about affordable housing. What? All the affordable housing, like the Section 8 vouchers that he obtained illegally and like all the income he didn't report to get his own house, so he put his own name, all that stuff. Pat, look, look at he was appointed as a school committee member in 2016 and has been elected twice. He was elected by the committee as the new chairperson in 2021. Okay, so first of all, if you're so damaged, why are you getting elected to be like elected to school boards? Second of all, what the fuck is wrong with the people of Easton, uh, East Bridgewater, Brockton, Foxborough, Mansfield, Norton, Sharon, Stoughton, and West Bridgewater that you, it, this guy is in charge of your schools? This idiot? What is wrong with you people? So now we got, now this is like the new Monica Cannon Grant of the South Shore, basically what we're dealing with here. I don't know if this counts as the South Shore, but uh, we, is this the South Shore? Does this count? Mm, it's real. It's farther than that. It's like that's it's lower. Like I don't know. Does even it know. actually have to touch the shore to be the South Shore? I don't Maybe, know. Yeah, yeah. This is more in interior. I feel like yeah, a little more interior. Yeah. So, uh, he, he, so this guy is apparently in charge of the, all the schools there. Uh, he's completely full of shit. He's another grifter. That's all this guy is, just grifting off the system. And uh, yeah. So he's the commission on diversity, vice president of the Haitian community partners, board member of the Cape Verdean association of Brockton. Like what the hell are all the, like he's the co-host of some type of, <laughs> you know, uh, radio show. Strong. I'm calling into that show tomorrow. I'm calling into that show. Like, Brother branch. I want to talk to you about this. And of course he was appointed to governor Charlie Baker's federal funds, equity and accountability review panel. To oversee so, what happened to the ARPA funding. Yeah. So Monica Cannon Branch. <laughs> Monica <Right. Cannon. laughs> oh my God. It's too funny. It's too funny. So I guess I guess there's someone in the comments claiming that I mean this is that Bishop Branch uses his connections at Brockton District Court. His family is Michael Branch, chief probation officer. Uh so that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that I've I heard this guy has a lot of connections down there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, uh, that's about that. I don't have anything left to say about that. If you guys have, why don't we just do a little ask turtle boy. If you guys have any questions you want to talk about. So if you guys feel like, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the uh, upcoming days with this, uh, whole, we have our pretrial conference for this. I want to say on August 28th, that's my court date on August 28th. So got a busy, busy court month ahead. We'll keep you guys posted on that. August okay. 28th or April? Yeah, I thought uh, April 28th. I apologize. Heidi said, I thought he couldn't find work exactly. I thought he was so damaged. His reputation was so hurt, but he's getting like a point, elected chairman of school committees and shit. Hmm. And he's, yeah, like I said, he's in charge of all these committees. Do they not pay? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, so when are you going down? I love that question. Uh, I, I mean, I guess any day now. I mean, this. I love when they say that, Deb. Can I just ask a question about this? Serious question. Serious question. When they say I'm going down, what does that mean exactly? 
Well, I don't know. Like with them, with you, the sex cults, I, I take it one way. Yeah, the sex know. cult we're going and, down. And we're doing I don't stuff. know. But maybe stuff. that's what they're talking about. They're just jealous. I don't know. But so I, my, I don't think they really, I don't know. I really don't know if they're just trying to keep the charade up at this point that like there's really something to like that's coming that's going to really take you out. But here's, here's my question though. Like, how do you take me out? Like, how do you stop? So what I wake up one day and I'm just like, I'm not going to blog. You wake up and you're just like, it's too much. I'm done. Like the, the websites just is the, is the website. Maybe the website goes down. Maybe the internet goes away. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Like, do they not, like I can just start a new blog. I can do that too. Like, how do you stop? How do you stop somebody in a country where you're allowed to talk? That That's what I don't get is like, maybe I'm, someone I'm, I'm, pulls the turtle boy statue right down, pulls it down like, like, it's, okay. like it's civil war. If their plan is like we're gonna embarrass the shit out of them, like I feel like you used a lot of good, like you've got the jerk off video that didn't stop me. Uh, you know, you you literally have every private conversation I've ever had before, and like you know that hasn't stopped me at all. So what is your plan? Like I'm I'm still waiting. I'm like I'm bring it on. I'm not right like, here. Yeah. Like, let me let me make it very clear. I'm never gonna stop. Ever. You could try your best, but uh, I have bad news for the people trying to stop me. Uh, you're going to feel very silly. You're going to feel very stupid. I'm not going to get taken down by screenshots of conversations. And uh, I will remember, I will remember those who uh, who thought that they could stop me and we're going to make fun of you. We're going to make fun of you. We're going to have a good time doing it. Um, Bishop Talbert Swan, the president of the Greater Springfield NAACP, has been appointed to the state's hate crime task force. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a world. I mean, this is what I mean. Should look into Michael Branch uh, at Brockton District Court. All your concerns will be answered. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll check him out. I'll check him out. Um, I'll check him out. Anybody else have any questions? Yeah, leave blurred lines alone. <laughs> uh, Brack, uh, Ratchet Madness uh, will be, I think, in about a week or so. So... Maybe we will do the bracket. Maybe we'll do it on Turtle Club, actually. I think yeah, we'll do that. I'm just going to ask yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, we'll do it. We should do it on Turtle Not this week. Next week. Yeah. No uh, chairs today, but he did look like he was about to die. Like, he looked <laughs> very close to death. Scurvy. Uh, okay. Anybody else have any other questions? How is a child rapist allowed? I mean, because he was never charged with rape. But the girl says that she fucked him when she was 15. So, because he was not charged, you know, but the kids did have a 209A against him. Exactly. Like, that should be, that's all you need to know. They're too stupid to think that far ahead. Exactly. It's just like, what What do you plan? Just, uh, sure, he's going down. Just, we just keep, we'll keep talking about he's going down and then you'll tune in. And then we'll just keep our views up, and, and that's what we do. I Sorry, I clicked out of that last one. What did that last one say? If Ryan is so scared of you, why was he here commenting? Yeah, that's the ultimate question. Number two, I thought T Chrissy was told to stay away from anything Turtle Boy. Uh, well, she's not on here commenting. Not, she would never use her real name. Chrissy is a psychopath who just makes up fake names and, and uses them all the time. But Chrissy's going to make Most of which are Latino for some reason. Or Latino. Yeah, she has a thing with the Latinas. Uh, she's got a thing with the Latinas, mocking them, if you will. Uh, Chrissy is in serious need of psychological help. Let's pray for her children. 
that they get uh, that their, their mother gets psychological. She probably won't. Um, so, but uh, how many children are you in the running to adopt? I'm not adopting Daquan. Daquan can go fuck himself. I will not be. I will not be adopted. I don't want any Monica Cannon Grant's feral children. You no guys thanks. could freestyle together. He could teach you something. Yes. He's an aspiring rapper himself. Yeah. Oh, this is what. So I don't. I'm. I. I will. I'll let the. How about this? I'm not even going to answer this one. I'll let okay. the commenters fill this one in. I feel like M Job and Company can answer that one better than I could. So we'll leave that there. Um. You have lived and learned through all of this. I don't believe in coincidences or anything of the sort. This was all meant to happen for some reason. I agree completely with that, Caroline. I like your. I tell you that all the time. You do tell me that all the time. That this is like, you know, this is all happening for a reason. And I do feel like the shit last week that happened, like the Monica Cannon Grant story happened, like it was all just a divine reminder that, like, you know, I, I'm being tested there, and I need to focus on what I need to focus on. Yep. And that is content and getting good shit out. And that's exactly what I plan on doing. Okay. Um, okay. Are you going to be on Jerry like constantly again now? Or is that just. Like, uh, I don't know. Up? We'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, I'm fine with it either way. I like being you on Jerry. You should just show up. Just show up and act like nothing happened. Just be like, hey, how's it going? Let's well, yeah, go. yes, this, they got to send me the stream here, I think. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Has your olive branch? Oh, so I mean, I it, it is what it is. I I don't know. I I don't care. All I know is I don't talk about them because I have nothing to say really. Um, all, all I did the other day was basically say uh, that I appreciated a human being, a woman who I did I thought did something noble. That's all I'm saying. I wasn't trying to like start shit or weapon. Like if you can't take that for what it is, um, and if you're trying to misinterpret. Or think, oh man, what he he's saying that, but he's really trying to do this. No, I was just literally saying, thank you for being decent. I know that her and I have a history, and I've said a lot of mean things about her, and she said a lot of mean things about me. But uh, it is what it is, and when I see somebody doing something decent, I'm going to say it. Period. Uh, can we refer to the skinny AIDS-ridden dog killer as Dying Waters? <laughs> Might as well <laughs> like be it. at this point. I like it. Might as well be at this point. Um, no, Blurred Lines is not Chrissy because Chrissy would not have a wrench, silly. Right. What does your shirt say? It just says dad. This is uh, the dad from Bluey. Turtle Boy is the real bishop exposing the sc scumbags. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, Howie Carr gave you a mention. He's, he's oh, when did he give me a mention? Today or? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, how are your NCAA brackets doing? Horrible. Horrible. You can check mine out on the thing. I had like Tennessee in the final four, Iowa. Uh, I did have, a, I got all the eight nines right, which was hard to do. That's kind of impressive that I did that, but uh, it's shit. I'll tell you who I like. Uh, if I were to redo the final four right now, I would say in the top bracket, I, the top bracket's the one where one, two, three, four, all one. Gonzaga, I think, is going to beat Arkansas. I think, um, I think Texas Tech is going to beat Duke. That's Coach K is going to be last game. I think Gonzaga is going to be Texas Tech. They're going to the Final Four. On the bottom bracket, we got North Carolina against UCLA. I like North Carolina in that one. And the bottom one, we got Purdue against St. Peter's, the new hot team there. I think the St. Peter's run is going to end. So I think we're going to have Purdue against North Carolina. And I think Purdue is going to the Final Four where they will play Gonzaga. On the other side, we got Arizona is going to play Houston. Houston's a fucking awesome team. But I like Arizona to advance in that one. And then uh, we have Villanova 
against um, uh, Michigan. I like Villanova in that one. And then I like Villanova to go to the final four. Uh, in the bottom bracket, we got Kansas against Providence. Ooh. I'm going to, okay, I'm doing my upset special right here. Providence is going to advance in that one. And then in the, the worst game of the weekend is going to be the 10 11. That's going to be Iowa State against um, Miami. I think Iowa State will win that one. And then I think Providence is going to the final four. So I think Providence Villanova is going to be in the final four. I think Villanova is going to win that game. I think Gonzaga is going to be Purdue. And I think Gonzaga is going to be Villanova in the national championship. That is my final four right there. Okay. Whenever you see others retweet stories or post about Turtle Boy, make sure you tag them in the comments. That actually helps a lot. I'll tell you one thing. We got a bunch of new subs from people who are like, I found you on Tim Pool's TimCast uh, uh, stream. And I went on Tim Pool's. He did a stream about Monica Cannon Grant. He didn't cite me or anything, but he's got way over a million subs. And some, the top rated comment was like about Turtle Boy. Like, dude, you got to check out Turtle Boy. He's been covering this shit for years. And a bunch of people came over like, dude, I found you in the, on the Tim Pool uh, comment section. You know? So, yeah. Any dude that turns on a friend, people are saying, um, is an asshole. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I have to admit, he. F I don't care. Um, I would love to. Yeah. It's like, yeah I don't really care. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't really care what he does, to be honest. Uh, so please tell me you have a bracket in front of you and you didn't do that. No, I just did that off the top of my head. It's not that hard. There's only 16 left, dude. It's only 16 left. So you UCLA all the way? I don't know. I, def I mean, come on. Gonzaga has to win eventually. They have to eventually win a freaking championship, don't they? Officer Tatum covered the story. Yeah. See, I mean, Providence is good, man. Providence is fucking good. What, why are people hating on Providence for? You know? Um, I I heard about turtle boy on treehouse news what's treehouse news i don't even know boy your pick suck <laughs> hey come on i mean you think gonzaga sucks purdue those are the favorites villanova villanova's good dude suzanne must be happy because auburn got out really early well, she's probably sad actually she's an auburn fan oh, i thought she didn't like them okay never mind no she likes them she's a uh, war eagle <laughs> although that might just be the football team Okay. So what are we doing on Turtle Club this week then? Uh, to be decided yet. Usually I decide on Thursday. So we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Uh, we'll fix that when we can. Um, anybody else, guys, before we call it an evening? Treehouse News is a cool, conservative chick. Is it really? Because then Blurred Lines is like, really, Kel? She's a former cop, African-American. Okay, I'll check her out. She got a bunch of subs. See, I'd like to, uh, you know, do more work with them. Did you see DeSantis call out Leah Thomas in the NCAA? Uh, yes, I did. And once again, uh, I think it's time for DeSantis 2024 in the house. Okay, love Heavy D. He's the only one that gets it. He officially proclaimed the second place winner, the champion, because it, it took place in his state. I love that man so much. He's the best. Can't really donate often. I hope sharing credit. Oh, it's more than enough, my dude. More than enough. You know, that's the money will come. You know, that's the way I look at it. The content is what's important now. The content. That's it. You know. And I got a lot of new followers because of the Monica story. A lot of new followers came this week all over social media. So a week ago today, she was taken away and it was a beautiful thing to see. We all love to see it. So. 
And they didn't even set a date for her yet, right? For her oh, arraignment? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but people are like, oh, it's not coming through. Trust me. She's fucked. <laughs> like, there's no, she's not getting out of this one. She's fucked and she's going to jail. I can't wait for her to start talking again because that is only a matter of time. She cannot keep her mouth shut. It's going to be whatever. Oh, no, absolutely. Happened, yeah. Whatever happened with Harmony? Um, nothing. Nothing. No updates on that whatsoever, I don't think. Aside from that lady who was selling the decals that you wrote about. And they were like, people were, oh, why are you doxing this woman? I didn't dox anyone. She's she on. Herself. Yeah, you're on Facebook admitting that you're harassing a six-year-old's elementary school. Over, like, picture that call. Like, hello, I'm here to report uh, a student at your school. Her name is blah, blah, blah. She, they actually said the name of the child. And they said uh, that they had COVID in September. So why are you telling us now? Right. Oh, there, it was, it was, yeah, it was on a group. I, it was on a screenshot of a group chat of this obsessive page that I follow. It just got leaked. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's really important in my world. In, in my internet world that I live in, this is like really important to like the hundred people that follow this shit. It's like Just really look at my Facebook stuff. page. You'll get it. You'll understand why. Like they're like, they're like, what the fuck? They're like, they're probably <laughs> well, like, thank what you the so fuck? much. What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you have you a child ever... in this district? Oh no, I don't even live no. in the state. Oh, you it's live really... in New Hampshire. Oh yeah, nice, this is what thanks. I do. Yeah. Well, I don't like this blog called Turtle Boy, and that's his daughter. So we're gonna like harass her because that's <laughs> what we do now. We harass children at their school, like, and then they're like, "You're being mean to her. You doxed her." Bitch, I'm not the one calling elementary schools. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm not the one calling up players and be like, oh, you're doing this. And oh, yeah, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Deb. I got a confession to make it. Uh oh. Sometimes my son throws tantrums. Oh, shit. And you know what I don't do? I'm calling DCF. Forget it. But you, you know what I don't do when that happens? I don't, I don't give in to them. I don't, like, I'm the guy that just sits there and lets him fucking, he, when he gets in one of his tantrums, and he starts, you know, just gonna ignore, ignore. I'm just like, I go, I just go fake. I go fake cry, fake cry. That's all I say to him. Oh, I say I, that too. I say that I go, too. That's, so I, go, that's a, I go fake cry, fake cry. And sometimes he will just laugh. He'll just be like, he'll be so mad that I'll just start cracking up. Oh, She'll I go, do it too. She does that too. I go, there's like, smile. Yeah, we, we do there it. There it is. And she he gets so crying. angry. And he go, hey, they, get, they get more angry than, no, and they're crying. Yep. No, I'm like not. Yep. This is real. This is real. I swear this anger is actual anger. Like, I'm not you... kidding. Oh, my God. And by the way, what's wrong? with? So I basically sent a video to a friend of mine uh, back, you know, back in the day. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, dude, he's going fucking. You got to see this. Want to see what I'm dealing with right now? Like, check this out. And I sent yeah. the video and it's like, I'm like, I want to throw this kid out the window. He's driving me nuts. And now they're, oh, oh my God, no. child abuse. Oh, my God. You're abusing a child. Meanwhile, you're hanging out with an actual child abuser who lost 50% of their kids to the state. So maybe child abuse is the one thing you probably shouldn't talk about if you're associated with that sort of thing. Just saying. I'm just pointing it out there just for old time's sake. So, yeah, I really don't care. It's called grasping at straws. Yeah, I really don't care. Never feed a tantrum. Exactly. Any real parent would know that. Now, other some you wouldn't know that if your kids were taken away by the state because you don't see them having tantrums because you're not raising them. Real parents, that's what you do when your kid has a tantrum is you just let them have it. And you just like, 
you know them, you love them, and you just you know that if you cave into them, that is hurt. That's going to hurt them more in the long run because then you're teaching them that that type of behavior gets rewarded with right. sympathy, with whatever. Like no, you're just like you're not. You want my attention right now. You just want to be a pain in my ass. So, oh, she that? did. Oh, wow. how about that? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know then. I don't know. Maybe rethink that as a choice then. I don't know if she's defending it and something's wrong. Well, uh, maybe, I, maybe I do need to work on that. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, no, I didn't actually throw him out the window. Like, so when you said I, I didn't, I, I kept him in the house. I videotaped my son and played it and said, see how ridiculous you look. He never did it again. Yeah. And so I would argue like, so when I took that video, I sent it to somebody. How come nobody's asking like, what kind of dickhead then takes that video and posts it on social media? I'm not the one to right. post it. I sent it to one person who was like, you know, here, have this, check this out. I trust you. Oh yeah, let me throw this on Facebook. And I'm the dickhead. Yep. Right. Right. Completely. Right. 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 Sure thing. It's way there's way worse stuff on YouTube all the time. Like my kid will come across like a video of like children crying because the parents are taping them and the kid flew off like the swing and landed on their face. And the kids like crying and the parents are like laughing and taping them. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, your kid yeah, that's, gets scared. That's insane. Like, that's, that's not funny. Not, yeah, that's not funny at all. Or like when you, you know, pretend to be six months pregnant and go into a freaking Target and ask for the abortion pill. That's right. the fucked up in my that's opinion. Cool. Or when you take your six-year-old child and you make them part of your video and you make them make call, you swear, call you retarded. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird too if you do that. And also when you like teach your kids how to diddle each other and like it's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's kind of weird too. When they get taken away and then they did they diddle each other at a foster parents' home, kind of weird. Kind of weird. Your kid doesn't throw tantrums because she's too busy running away every other week. No big deal. That, like, oh, that, that too. Yeah, not not normal. My kids don't do that. So I mean, it's just you know they don't. You know you're doing something right when you're getting attacked. When everybody who attacks you is just a deadbeat low life, and I could not possibly be prouder of that. Uh, really happy to hear that, but. Oh, How about parents that? getting jabbed? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the parents, any parent who like took a picture of their video getting the freaking climax is a much worse parent than I am. Absolutely. Like, like Lindsay Fanuf is a much worse parent than I am because she forces her freaking kid to do these freaking beauty pageants and shit and pimps her out. And it's like, Hey, give me a hundred dollars. So my kid can go to Nashville and be a She'll appear at your birthday party. What is she a freaking clown? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? There's a child. Like, what's wrong with you? Okay. If you're an urban supermarket, sometimes you want them to cave. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else have any questions or anything they want to talk about? I always comment that they're awful parents and it's abuse to shut them up with that. Yeah. I don't, I pray they don't mandate the jab. Oh, they never will. That's not good. I mean, it's, 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 it's ending guys. Like it's over. Like the jig is up. That The jig is up. Well, now they're trying to say like the UK is getting a new wave of like another variant or something. Oh, and it right. might come yeah. here. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it's definitely going to come here if it exists. No doubt about that. But uh, the question, I mean, I feel like people are just done with it. Like we're not, not doing it again. It's, I'm, it's over. It's over. Yep. Okay. Uh, is Tito under investigation? No clue, but he should be. He should be. Speaking of children, any update on those douches that smashed the girl intentionally and fall rid of it? No, no. Just, uh, you know, kind of put that on blast a little bit. Justice League. 
the Justice League has really let themselves go. I know, I know. And and you better watch out, guys. Now I heard people are going to come out their commenters now. Ooh, watch out! They might make memes about you. There might be memes. Uh, how's oh, remember the, the time? Remember the time they took my title picture or whatever and put you on my oh. space? Um, oh, oh, dude, owned. Owned. I loved it. I loved it. I actually I printed know. out eight by ten, put it on the wall. My first meme. Yeah. So. Okay. I guess we'll call it a night getting kind of late, but uh, thank you guys for supporting what we do here at Turtle Boy Industries. And uh, we will see some of you guys all for Turtle Club. Sign up for that if you haven't already. It's in the thing below. Uh, how many likes we got on this video so far? 146. 192 people left here right now. Give, that a like. Give us a comment afterwards, guys. Let us know how you thought the show went, and we will see you guys tomorrow night for the next episode oh no we won't we'll see you no, on thursday what am I night talking about? no we will see you tomorrow night oh yes yes seven fifteen for the impromptu undisclosed speech. speech that's right and on turtle club nine thirty on thursday that's correct that's correct so all right fellas and ladies we thank you deb for joining us as always anytime peace turtle riders good night everybody